Thank you for calling Monroe Insurance Solutions. They're speaking. How may I help you? Adrian, it's Joey Gingola. Hey, hey, what's going on, sir? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good, good, dude. So how's life been since, uh, since NOLA? Life has been good, I think, mostly. What about you? Good. I'm doing, doing pretty decent. Uh, you know, getting getting some traction on some stuff and having my feet wet and I actually got my sisters kind of helping me out. So um, things, things are rolling. You know, it's like trial by error, but things things roll out. Yeah. Kind of fake, fake it till you make it kind of deal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, absolutely. So that's good, right? I think. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, no, I think so. I think so. I mean, I I enjoy it. That's the number one thing. I enjoy what I do, and and uh, you know, I think it's fine. I'm happy. So it's and I think it's so much more fulfilling too. Like I don't know. I think it's fulfilling. You're starting from scratch, and you know, kind of learning as you go. I think it's I think it's nice. Like I told you when I first met you that, like people that are like you know you like Gillespie too. Yeah. He's been a he's been a huge he's been a huge help by the way, um, but you know they they also there's a lot of things that they don't know because they kind of just were just kind of handed handed to them like from their dad they kind of you know and not not to undermine him I mean he's progressed obviously right because he got his dad's agency and he put it to a different level right. so that's actually a lot to say about that but I'm saying as far as like just like little basic stuff it, it just was already there like his dad already did it already implemented it and I just like. Like you just didn't know, like, hey, how do you do this or how do you do like basic stuff? And but like he kind of already learned from his dad. So me, I was like literally scratch. So I'm like, okay, let's figure it out. So, but it's good, you know. I got, I have my, I literally have created like what I've started doing lately is I create a process, I write it down, and I put it in my drive. And then when I train my sister how to do it, like it's in the drive. You know, I already did it, so you don't have to. It's like a, it's like a training manual for dummies, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really what it, it's really what it is. It's literally what it is. So it's like, you know, well, you know that's, so, always, uh, that's always been the thing with, you know, the legacy argument versus the scratch argument. You know, the, the advantage to the legacy is that it's already been set up, but was it set up correctly or, you know, in a way that is easily adaptable and, you know, having, oh, absolutely. having, that, blank canvas, having that blank canvas is, in a lot of cases, an advantage, uh, but it's sometimes it's it's more challenging because you have to you know create the thing, you know, from nothing. Oh, I've changed it so many times. Yeah. I've changed it so many times, and I'm actually very. And the, and the big thing about it, you have to be humble too, because I think it's the best thing. It's nice because of the fact that I have insurance knowledge, but I obviously don't have insurance like owning a business knowledge. So it's nice when I have somebody like bring somebody on, like my sister or my wife, and I'm slowly like teaching them how to do something, and if they have no idea how it's done you know, because they don't have that prior insurance knowledge, it's, they're like the best people to train because they're like, hey, I think it's easier if you do it this way or if you do something this way because, you know, I because they are literally a blank slate. You know, I bring in, you know, bad habits from, from you know, my last previous agency. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good and bad habits. I mean, I'm, not, I'm just talking negative here, but sure. you bring good and bad habits. So it's, it's nice having a blank slate because they – literally tell you, okay, I think I understand it better if you say this, or I think I get it more if you do this. Okay, cool. Like, then rewrite it in the in the manual then. I don't care. Like, I, I'm easy peasy, you know? <laughs> it's like whatever whatever you think is best for somebody that doesn't know about insurance to learn, because that's usually what it is. You train somebody that has no idea about insurance, so. Yeah, I, I got so to I, I, I gotta, I gotta know this, though. Um, what, what was, like, the biggest thing 
pre-elevate, post-elevate that, you know, walking away from New Orleans? Like, what was, was there something that like just you, you started doing differently immediately or is there just something you walked away from that event and it's been a little bit different ever since? Was there one thing that is just kind of... So, it's, it's, to be honest with you, I feel the one thing that I learned from is I wasn't doing things so bad, <laughs> to be honest. Like, I, well, you know, I went to all these videos. I went to all these plays, like all the, like the the video, the guy who does video. Yeah. Uh, I forgot his name already. I have I have I've had them all, you know. I Facebook, um, I friended them, you know, right after that. But, it, you know, like just the process of doing things um, are things that you know they're let's just say like they're doing everything at like 10x, for example. Like I'm kind of like a that 2x, you know. But it's, sure. I'm doing the same thing, which is a smaller scale. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not that bad. Like, I'm not, you know, it's just going to take me time, but I'm doing things correctly at least. So I think what I took out of it is, and it's a, it's a huge blessing when you go somewhere and you don't get discouraged. You know, I went somewhere saying, okay, cool. Like, I'm, in, I'm going the right path here. Like, I'm not completely lost, you know. And then actually having, meeting Eli was actually huge. Yeah. So, because, you know, because California does things way differently than any other state when it comes to insurance. Like, we're like way different. So from, from the rating systems to the laws, the rules. So, you know, although Elevate was nice, it's nice to have a, a local person because like, you know, they do things one way versus another state that things come completely different. So I think that's one of the big takeaway for me is like just having a local person I could kind of talk to when I need help. Yeah. And I mean, those are the two things. I mean, one that's cool that, you know, you felt that it kind of just, like kind of confirmed that you were at least heading somewhat in the right direction. And then, you know, I've always said, you know, just it's the people that you actually walk away with that ultimately provide the most value long-term. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, and I think, uh, yeah, no, that, that's, that's a big thing. I always tell, I always joke around with Eli. I was like, I think what the biggest event, the biggest advantage that I have is, um, you know, the to my own horn here, but I think I'm pretty personable. So what I lack in knowledge, you know, I can make up in personality because I don't know something. I can just kind of reach out to people. That's what underwriters are for. That's what it, I kind of try to use all these people to my advantage. You know, it's like, you know, hopefully that doesn't, that doesn't change when I'm, when I'm this all knowledge insurance agent, but as of right now, I'm trying to maintain humble. If I don't know something, I just ask at the end of the day, I'm trying to help out my client. So that's, that's the most important thing. So that's, that's, you know, just kind of maintaining the humility is it goes kind of a long way, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's always a challenge, right? And I think, you know, any good agent that, that, you know, they make up for it with, it's just, it's more the personality, it's more the relationship and, and anybody that can successfully pull off a fedora, I think, uh, in my opinion, can can really just (laughs) go a long way in life personally. Uh, I I don't think there's much they can stop. I'm just, I'm, I'm just glad that God gave me a nice round head, you know? Yeah. I can pull those off. I can pull those off, but no, yeah, but I mean, I think I think that's that's huge. I think also the the, the Spanish speaking helps a lot. You know, being in Southern California, there's a lot of Spanish speakers. Yeah. So uh, that's that's kind of helped me a lot. Um, there's there's good things and bad things to that. I mean, the, the the good things is that you really you're really educating the client insurance because I mean they have no idea about absolutely anything. I mean, yeah. like zero. So so it's it's really teaching them like teaching them basics about not even insurance, but basics about business. Okay, this is why you need workers' comp. This is what workers', workers comp even means or like just basic, basic, basic stuff, which is good. It's also good for my level because you know what I mean? Like 
you know, it, it kind of, it, it puts the foundation in place. So, yeah, just, it, it works out. I don't, I don't, I don't mind it at all. So it, it is, like I said, so it's a little bit more, it's a little harder, you know what I mean? And maybe the premium is not as huge sometimes either, but the idea is, you know, kind of watch their businesses grow at the same time as my business grows too, really. So that's, that's the whole, it's, that gets us a advantage of, of, uh, of working with small businesses. Uh, have you started to zero in, zero in on anything a little bit more? I know we talked a little bit before Elevate on just some ideas that you were kicking around, and, and we talked a little bit, I think, at Elevate about it, but uh, have you kind of started to pick out a little something and kind of... You know, you know, it's interesting. We So I kind of like, I think here in California, I think about anywhere really, a big... Uh, contractors are a big thing, and that's like kind of everybody does it, right? So there's like a dime a dozen. So I don't want to say I'm focusing on that. I want to say that, you know, I, I definitely is something that's there on the back end. And if it kind of comes up, it comes up. I haven't really focused in on it though, but it's definitely something that, like I said, it's, it's, there's so many of them. It's, you can't not focus on that because it kind of just falls on your lap a lot of the times. Suppose when a lead comes in or something, it's always like a, a contractor needs this or a contractor needs that. So it's, I don't want to say I've purposely looked and searched for it or niched in it. Um, you know, but that's kind of like what comes up a lot. Um, janitorial work too, like I said earlier, like a, janitorial work is always huge here. Um, but I'm actually mostly excited about doing uh, wineries and breweries. I don't know if I told you that last time, but I've been focusing on that. I've kind of kind of started a whole little marketing thing for it. I just need to get the right carriers. Now I have a couple carriers, so I could kind of attack those because obviously I can't. You know, it, it's a wish. If, it's a wish until you have the carriers that write them, right? So. I finally have the carriers that would actually write these wineries and breweries. So, and uh, I talked to the I talked to the rep, and she's all about doing uh, a couple some um, some co-marketing stuff. So that's exciting. So I'm kind of a and I I'm, I live like literally 45 minutes away from wine country. So, um, so that's nice. And then Eli does a lot of farms. So I've kind of picked his brain on that too, because usually his wineries is not just straight winery. These guys usually have it's, it's literally a farm. So it's like a really weird hybrid, uh, they're really weird hybrid policies that they have. They have horses and they have chickens and then, you know, in the front they have their wines and then, you know what I mean? So it's like, and they have a restaurant sometimes too. So it's a lot of, a lot of stuff in one. So, uh, so it's a nice little big project to think of, you know what I mean? It's one of those things that, you know, probably not going to sell a policy every month, but it's nice to at least be the, be the guy that kind of knows and is passionate about that kind of niche market, you know? Some that of of everything I hear, that's certainly like outside of contractors and maybe restaurants, wineries and breweries is like definitely the top thing I hear just from agents. It's like, oh, I want to start focusing on that. So I'm curious, what, do you, what what's the average premium you're running into in California? Um, I mean, is it is it big enough to if you did do you know a handful of them a month, or you know, I mean, wine country, so, I'm assuming so, the market's pretty so big. Down it's, there. So it's so it's yeah so it's, it's it's funny you bring that up because they are the premiums from all kinds of different realms you know you have the guy that's doing kombucha from his garage <laughs> you know what I mean and then you have and then you actually have like these full blown wineries that to be honest with you Joey at this moment like I'm not there yet you know like knowledge wise and all that but the idea is to kind of work your way up so I mean like I said earlier these guys have like horses and chickens and restaurants and. And you know what I mean? And, and the guy actually even lives there too. So 
there's like all kinds of different exposures you run into. And, you know, I just don't have, I don't feel I have that knowledge yet. That doesn't mean I'm running away from it. Oh, shoot. Believe me, I'm still marketing to them. And if, if it comes across my table, I'd be like, I'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to steer away from it. But, you know, I, I'm definitely, I, I've come from the restaurant industry. Like I, through college, like I worked in, in the restaurant world. So I'm not, like, I know, like, their exposures for the most part. So I'm not really scared of it. It's just more of, you know, it. we're literally the, the what's it called? The, the I guess, the different realm of, of this industry is really, really huge. I mean, like I said, you have these microbreweries. You have these people working from home that want to be the microbreweries. We have the microbreweries that want to expand. You know, so it's like, it's like there's like all these different levels. So it's not as a, it's a kind of a hard uh, thing to respond because it's not really, um, it's, 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 a, it's a really large scale, I guess you could say. Yeah. But what's nice is they're all in one place. They're all in one place. You know what I mean? Wow. The wineries are all in one place. The breweries are all over the place, but the wineries are all in one place. I mean, you want to do wineries, go to Temecula, go to Sonoma. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's where you have your wineries. I mean, it's like, it's not very, it's like widespread or all, it's all different, different places. But in that little location, there's tons and tons and tons of places and tons of wineries and tons of breweries. So um, it's a nice little thing that I would definitely like. Yeah. Um, so, but honestly, you know, I, uh, like I said, I've always been doing this for a, for a year as a business owner. And, you know, I feel that, I'm right now, I'm kind of, you know, if we, I guess if we look at this analogy, like I'm, I'm in a 12 round boxing match right now and I'm just on my first round and I'm just kind of like yeah. feeling the opponent out and feeling, feeling what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm, I'm, that's kind of in, in kind of what I'm doing now kind of just feeling out process. Yeah. So trust me, I'm all about knowing that you guys get on a niche market, but I also want to get a niche market that I, that I enjoy. Cause like you hear about these contractors and this is what, <laughs> There's a dime a dozen of them, but to be very honest with you, I don't really enjoy it. Like, I don't enjoy... Yeah. I don't... I, I simply... I truly don't enjoy it. I know the premium is there. I know it's big premium, you know, but I can't tell you that I love it. Like, I don't enjoy dealing with them, <laughs> just to be honest. Yeah, it's a conversation, right? I mean, like, it's... You're speaking their business, their language, you know, and you're kind of living their day-to-day yeah. for, you know, a couple weeks when, you, when you're handling that policy. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just personalities, you know, and well, exactly. That, and that, exactly. And, that, and that's why I'm always kind of curious. I'm asking everybody that, that does have this interest. And again, you, you're somebody that, like you said, came out of the restaurant industry. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm always curious, like, like from like, does it, you know, I, I would imagine if you work your way up and, and maybe just set the sites a little bit bigger, like does, you know, multiple locations, like distribution center, I'd imagine some of those things would lead you to, you know, a little bit bigger premiums and, and, and kind of focus on those people to where you might double or triple or even quadruple the premium from like a, a single location, you know, maybe they're not distributing at all throughout, you know, Southern California or anything like that. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just kind of guessing though. No, no, no. I completely, I completely agree with that. And what's nice about my position now is that I've kind of, uh, I've kind of, I guess you could say I've trained my sister and my wife enough where now I could literally just focus on commercial lines, which is nice. Last time we spoke, that was kind of like, 
last time we spoke, I was kind of doing a little bit of everything. Well, I can't salam, I guess you could say, but yeah. at least I don't have to. I, I personally don't sit there and quote personal lines anymore. Oh, nice. So, so yeah, that's that's a huge blessing. I mean, I still present it because I'm the only one licensed. Sure. I still present it. I still show it. But I'm not sitting there writing it and, you know, seeing which is the one fits and, you know, did, did, did this freaking – uh, did a bridge over to the carrier and you know, all these little right. stuff that I don't nuances I don't deal with anymore. Yeah. So which is huge. Like that took away so much. Like and now I don't have to do that anymore. So what's nice is I I can now you know this is literally like in the last I would say the last month you know where my oh, sister's wow. kind of taking yeah. taking this on a lot more. So that's cool. So it's nice. But to be honest with you, she's not a, she's not passionate about insurance. Yeah. Which I get. Wait, your <laughs> I sister, get. your sister, your wife, or both my sister and my my wife is all a little bit more about it yeah. because she does uh she does property management she's a property That's manager right. yeah. so she has to kind of she so she sees like certificates of insurance a lot more and she would ask me like you know she would ask me questions about it and i would answer and then now i come now i'm kind of getting her to work with me on weekends and kind of like you know showing her a little bit more stuff she's a little bit more interested but um you know i i think i don't think you could be passionate about insurance unless you have a a niche, you know what I mean? Like that's when you can really, really fun. That's why I told my sister, like, I want you to learn this in morning, but trust me, like after this, you can get like into a niche and you'll really enjoy it. So like her thing, like her thing is she's a hairstylist. And mm. I was like, you could be like our hairstylist person here. Like you could go after all of them and I'll send you to like, you know, to all these places and you could really learn their business. And, and you know what I mean? Like uh, that's, that's her thing. You know, it's not my thing. That's good. It's her thing. So, I think she'd enjoy that. You know what I mean? Just like I enjoy, just like I would, just like I enjoy like quoting, you know, small breweries or small wineries or any yeah. kind of small restaurant, regardless of the premium, obviously premium is better, but Hey, you know what I mean? If I get a small little restaurant, you know, I, I, I relate with them better. You know, even if it's a small little thousand dollar policy, like I don't care. Like it's, I'm helping a small business and I like what they do. So I think that, that, that kind of goes a long way. That kind of keeps, keeps the engine engine running i think yeah i mean it certainly helps you know if you're if you're excited about it you're gonna just work harder than the next guy on it you know and and the guy yeah. that, that's working that restaurant or that winery or whatever that, that is that contractor conversation for them i mean you're gonna certainly stand out you know beyond that yeah i know exactly no exactly absolutely absolutely um so yeah i mean that's 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 basically the uh the update dude so i mean it's uh Going good. I wish I could tell you I was uh, I was a millionaire by now, but unfortunately that's not the case. But but if it's trending upwards, that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Slow and steady. Yeah. Slow and steady, and then, uh, I'm glad. Well, I mean, so I, I'm, I'd be curious. I don't know what the answer would be for this, but um, you know, throughout the last year or whatever, I mean, is there one thing that outside of it sounds like the the you know getting out of the the, the personal lines quoting was pretty huge? But was there like what would you say? just from the standpoint of just mindset or just task or process wise, like, was there one sort of thing that just really, you, you, you can't say enough about like how important it was or something that you would, you know, doing it again saying, Oh man, I really should have paid more attention to this. Uh, was there anything like that that just was, you know, just such a big thing that having gone through it one way or the other, just knowing now after the fact. Um, well, other than what you said about, you know, getting the, the personal lines out, I would say it's just a process and it's something that I'm always going to be 
learning. And I know that's something that's really cliche in the industry, but I, I don't think it's just our industry. I think it's any industry. Yeah. Like you just get a process down and coming from somebody like me, like I feel like there's some people that are just like very good at attention to detail. Yeah. And geez, I'm gonna just say it right now. Like I suck at that. And like, that's like you kind of you're kind of in the industry where you kind of have to be detail oriented, right? So you're like you're you're admitting a big flaw that you have, where you have to get better at. You know what I mean? But it's like so. I would say that's something that I'm constantly working at. But again, I think you know, I think the detail oriented part comes because of the fact that you don't have a process in place. Once I have a process. You know, I, I don't have to be as detailed because the process is already there. Just follow what, what does number one say? What does number two say? What does number three say? You know what I mean? I don't have to like kind of, because I literally what I would do without a process is I'll kind of do whatever I felt like at that moment and quote it the way I wanted to mm. and, you know, and, 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 and do things the way I wanted to. And if, and if I messed up, well, I'll just do it again. And I mean, you have no idea. Like I'm pretty sure like underwriters in the beginning were just like so frustrated with me with like a court forms or like, you know, because I would like send in a court form and it was like 90% empty. You know what I mean? And then like in the body of the email, I was like, oh yeah, but I missed this. Oh yeah, but I just had this. Oh yeah, but and it just like creates more back and forth, which then com- which then causes confusion for me too because I get confused. I was like, what did I send this person and who did I send it to and what did, what did I say? What did the insurance say? It's just like kind of all over the place. So I've gotten way better at that. And again, because because of a process, now it's like okay. Now I know how to do this. Now I know how to do that. And I got to fill this out. This is important. And also it depends on, you know, you know, some underwriters are really, some of them are a little bit more lenient than others. You know, some of them are really super detailed. They want every little box checked out, even if it's like an not applicable, you know, <laughs> like they just, that's just ridiculous. And then some of other ones are just like, okay, I get it. Like this makes sense. Okay. I see what you're saying. Okay, great. And they kind of just, they go with the flow. Did you know? So, did you notice you know, um, a turnaround, like just in in the way that your underwriters were processing things, quoting things, or getting back to you even just in a like faster way, like when you kind of started to maybe clean some of that up? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And a lot of it is a lot of it is you know details, and a lot of it is like simple, simply just ignorance of not even knowing how to write a court form. Like in 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 the in the captive captive world, you don't do a court forms, you know? Yeah. Like I guess that's. That's I I never I never as you know I'm happy I'm independent agent and I never want to go back to captive, but something about the captive agency is they like I told you earlier when I did this for my sister and I was kind of doing this like a like a roadmap for dummies you know what I mean like a training guide for dummies, geez State Farm they I mean I'm not can't speak about any other captive agencies but State Farm has that down I mean yeah. it's just like you know they have that down like you don't. Like I said, my my agent was a very successful agent, the one I worked under, but he didn't know much about a lot of actual insurance. Like he didn't know what an additional insured was. It's kind of scary. Like it's scary. It's scary, but at the same time, it's nice to know that you know, hey, this big insurance company is going to protect you even if your insurance agent screws up. I mean, that, and I've seen that. Like I've seen it with my own eyes. Where, oh, my, you know, that's the agent probably should have done that or should have done this if he didn't. Yeah. And it didn't affect us, you know, State Farm didn't even get involved in it. They just have so much money. They're just like, okay, we'll just pay it out. You know, it's yeah. like, wow, that's nice. Or that doesn't happen in the, in the independent world. You screw up. It's like, you know, you're shaking. Your knees are shaking. It's like, shoot, what the hell did I do? <laughs> so, yeah. so it, it, you know, there's, there's, there's definitely pros and cons to, to the captive world. And I think that's the, that's the main one I'd say is that, you know, it's just a plug and play. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
it's literally a plug and play. You go in there, the guy goes in there and hey, this is what this is like State Farm already establishes your niche market. You know what I mean? It's like this is what you do, this is what we play at, and that's it. Don't go around looking at other things. This is what we do and that's it. Like that's it. So you know, and, and, and I think I think if more independent agents is which is I mean, I'm saying this preaching it to myself, but geez. If independent agents kind of focus on the niche market, we can play in that realm too. We can be our own little kind of, uh, you know, um, people that just focus on certain things and, and, and not wasting time dipping their hands in other things that they're probably not as good at or, or probably would just give them less, you know, less commission in the long run or something that they're less interested in. I think it'll be more advantageous for the independent agent as well. But, you know, I don't know. That's like a long-term thing, I suppose. Well, that's kind of one last. I wanted to ask, um, you know, like, what do you, what are you most excited about? You know, looking forward, like, where do you, where do you? I don't know, just whether it's just, you know, business wise, just what you think is, you know, excited to integrate into your agency. Is there something that you're just that's that's got your attention right now that you kind of can't really stop thinking about? Um, you know, what I'm excited about the future wise. And this is going to sound super freaking lazy, but I think that's a whole goal of everybody. Is I think it'd be nice for me to just be the face of the company and not. I mean, gosh, I wouldn't really care about quoting commercial lines either. I mean, I, I mean, if I could have somebody do that in the future, that'll be nice too, and just literally be the face of the company, and uh, you know, do randomly just random different fun things. Like I don't know, maybe dedicate myself a little bit more to just only doing video, or maybe doing some blogs only, or doing, or maybe doing some. Uh, you know, some talks, like kind of like what you do, or like kind of what Jason Cass does. You guys are just, you know, it, it seems like pretty chill, you know? It's like, all right, <laughs> I could kind of help other people, you know? So help other people and, and, and just produce some stuff out there and, and just more fun than, you know, accord forms. I think every age you could agree that accord forms aren't fun. So uh, I think that would, that would be nice. And it, but not only so much for me, I think so much for my employees. It's actually some, there's something to be said about training somebody that has no idea about insurance or, or, or training a kid and teaching them business and teaching them basic stuff. I think it's super, super fulfilling. Like I had a conversation with Eli and we were talking about these, uh, these uh, VAs that are, you know, across the country. And although they might be advantageous to you, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I've never tried them. But let's just say financially they were advantageous to you. That's cool, but there's something fulfilling about training somebody, and especially if it's like a, I don't say like a kid. When I say a kid, I mean anybody in their like from 20 to like 30, you know. That's like getting into the industry and just teaching them business and teaching them skills that are like, you know, anywhere from communicating with other people to like desk work, um, you know what I mean? So how to just just how to be in a in an environment. Um, with coworkers, you know, that's also a little bit more free because I'm an independent agent, of course, and I'm not a big, huge business, but it's just like that family community, I think is, is nice. I, I actually look forward to that because obviously right now I'm with my sister and, and it's like we're super family oriented, but I mean, obviously I would want to one day grow to the point where I'm hiring, you know, um, people's kids and I'm kind of teaching them like, you know, basics of life. I mean, it's, I, I know it sounds kind of weird, but I think it's kind of fulfilling. It's just like teaching them stuff, you know? I think it's I think that's kind of fun. 